Welcome, everybody. This is the inaugural episode. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing right now, but I'm doing something <laughs> cool right now. This is the inaugural episode of The Lookout. And The Lookout is a podcast on RNC Radio Network. And if you're not following us by now, I don't know what's wrong with you. Crazy. But if this is your first foray into this, I'm super glad. I'm super humbled. Thank you so much. Um, but this is The Lookout. And this is a podcast just specifically on Dragon Ball Z or not even Dragon Ball Z, the entire Dragon Ball series. Cause I feel like it maybe in so much, maybe in time we'll talk about um, Dragon Ball. We go through our favorite sagas. We go through our favorite characters. We'll do dissections of those, yeah. but we're really doing this podcast and it's a fun one. Um, and, and, and my first guest at the time, it had to be the first guest. Cause this is yeah. like the guy that I talk about Dragon Ball Super with the most out of anybody. Yeah. yeah. It's Jeff. I mean, Jeff from RSPN podcast also it's under me, RNC, also under RNC radio network. And if you're not checking those guys out, like what is wrong with you as well? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm been a huge fan of the Dragon Ball series. Basically it feels like my whole life now. You yeah. Know? So, so <laughs> how long crazy. have you been, how long do you think you've been watching this? Cause I remember um, that. I actually remember the first time and we're about the same age. Like we're off by like two weeks or something. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, for me, it started, it started back. Uh, I had a, I had a homeboy, uh, this white homie, like one of my first white friends ever, bro. He was into like <laughs> rock and like, you know, uh, 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 anime and like Gundam wing and stuff like that, like different stuff like that. He started putting me on like the mangas and stuff and just like watching the show and just really like diving into it. Cause as a kid, you know, some of that stuff you're like, oh, this isn't for me. Or like, yeah. you're just young. And so you just be like, man, just where's so and so? While all this, we had this other stuff like Power Rangers and all that crap, but like this other stuff was still there. And it's like Sailor Moon and, 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 you know, Gundam and yeah, Dragon Ball. The whole Tsunami block. I mean, yeah, they set, the, they set it up, man. They set, they it, set up. it up. And if you have not, like, if you, if you were ever interested in like the history of Tsunami and like how it came, there's like a good, like, self documentary. Like, someone created their own, like, documentary. Oh, man. It's not I, official, but it's pretty, still pretty good on like the history of Tsunami and how it became like huge in the United States. Yeah. Like, if you weren't a part of that era, like, I, I feel sorry for you. Pretty much. It's uh, amazing. I know my, I think I remember my first foray into Dragon Ball. I think I was in third grade. I want to say I was either in second or third grade. And it's, this is a funny story. Um, we're all running around the playground and stuff. Yeah. And my friends are running like, I don't know if you've seen the first episodes of Dragon Ball Z, where Goku's like, when he runs, like his arms are out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs so, like it's, yeah. so everyone is running like that. And I'm just right. like, why is everyone running like that? So I start doing it too, because obviously I'm like in third grade. I want to yeah, be cool. Yeah, you're trying to be cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to be cool. So I'm just, I'm running like that. But then I'm like, yo, why are we running like that? And it was like, yo, you haven't seen Dragon Ball Z? I'm like, no, I don't know what Dragon <laughs> Ball Z is. You stupid, man. It was like, oh, so you're just running. You're, you thought you was a poser. I'm ju- I probably was. You know why? Because yeah. around that time was probably like, I didn't grow up initially. I, don't, I wasn't birthed with cable. So I eventually got cable, like second grade, no, I like third you. grade. So I, so I got that cable and boom. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. there was when I when I first got cable. I didn't know there was an entire network dedicated to cartoons. I love cartoons, real cartoons, real <laughs> cartoons. Yeah, like the only cartoons I would see was on Saturday or after school or all this other stuff. But I never mm-hmm. really saw Dragon Ball Z, and I was just like, yo. 
I got to see this. And from the moment there, I was hooked. Like, you got people shooting shit, killing. Man, I'm talking like I'm a 13, 14-year-old kid outside, like, truly curious if I can, like, fly my bro. power, nigga. Yo. Yeah, like, I'm like, yo, can I actually elevate my power right yo, now? Yo, dog. Like- <laughs> Yo, don't even I you know, everyone's listening Facts. right now. If you're listening to this podcast, I assume you're a Dragon Ball fan, but if you listen to this podcast, there's at least I want to say a handful of times where you just like, yo, I could love it like if like I could really do this. Like yeah, I don't know. Bro. Look, I'm a twenty eight year old man. I'll <laughs> tell you. I'll tell you, man, like, you know, over 10, 15 years ago, bro, like I'm like I was really about that. Like there was a point where I was like, I can't wait to just start working out so I can just like get to this point Boost of course i got a level yeah shit. bro like I, I, used to, I used to go on like early this is facts i used to go on like early dragon ball forums and, and whatnot and Dope. like we would just be in there like talking about power levels like just power levels like yo the, like, all right yo, what are, what are we doing like, let me see i think we're both on the same wavelength like you did you before you saw everything you did your research like you'd go on the internet yeah. i don't know i would go on the internet like if i didn't have internet at home i got internet at home all later after the fact but i went to the library and i would look mm-hmm. and read up about sagas and shit and i would print out pictures and draw them man i was downloading shit off limewire bro oh my like, god like i like i've killed many computers due to limewire but like, dog, that's how I was getting a lot of my stuff. Like there was a time where I had found this this LimeWire stuff. I was getting these these episodes, but there was no <laughs> there was no visual picture. It was just like a, over an audio of the right. episode. Oh no, like you're yeah. playing it on real player or something right. like that. I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but it was so interesting to me. Like it was just something about Dragon Ball Z that was just so interesting to me. Yeah, it is 100%. Like, it's magical. It's one of the... It's it's still, like, the main anime that I watch. I, I don't really foray into no, others. I got more for you. You'll de- I'm going to give you some more, but, like... We got, we got super, it. You know super is really good. Super, super is really good. Super is really good. And I, I want to... No flex. Like, it's real good. It's real... Like, if you're a fan of Z, like, I think you'll love Super. Like, uh, to me, it's kind of on the same level, to be honest with you. Yeah, dude, it, it is. It is. I've had this conversation with, with other homeboys and, like, dog, like, it is literally... I mean, it's it's up there. Like, you can't... You can't just push it to the side and say, oh, it's just another... It's GT. It's right. definitely not GT. You know what I'm saying? We know they, that. They do the series justice, man. Yeah, they really they do so well. They do it. They the callbacks, everyone the plot holes, the, the, plot the holes. character development. It's just all of it is just so good, man. So I'm doing this. Well, I I've had this idea to do this podcast for a very long time and just do this series of podcasts. Right. Because I have another podcast called the Two Bells Podcast. You can also listen to that on SoundCloud. And we had an episode related around, you know, Dragon Ball Z. And I think a lot of people gravitated towards that. A lot of people dig that. But I've always wanted to have this like in depth discussion. Yeah, like yeah, just I kn- all Dragon Ball. All Dragon Ball with people who understand it, people who appreciate it, people who love it. We have these discussions, these arguments, all these other things. Um, but this series of podcasts that I'm about to do, and it's, you know, it's going to be all released right around the same time. I wanted to really, I want to just like paint the picture and really dissect this. And th- yeah. this entire series is going to be about the Universal Survival Saga or the tournament of power, which is pretty much how I'm going to refer to it from here on out because it's right. it's universe survival. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. The, all it's the all tournament it. of power, man. Absolutely. Like, 
It's the absolutely. It's, this is the amazing. Uh, some um, fan made shit. Like like if it was a, like when you if you go through this and you watch this piss past saga or the current saga that's on right now, it is like a fan wrote it. And you're, right. and it's like everything that you would want. Like you're just like, oh my God, this is this is great. Like And what's crazy is like they're literally introducing like seventy new characters all at once. And some of them have development beforehand, which just is risky. Talk- yeah, it's just risky and, Very risky. and some of them don't. And some of them we haven't seen in a long time in any prominent role. And now they're like, they have the universe essentially in their hand. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of the culmination. It's really kind of the culmination of the entire series this far from like Goku meeting Beerus to yeah, like, awesome. you know, Beerus now having to entrust his own fate in Goku. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it, it comes full circle in that sort of way, and it's just really fun all the way through. And if you're not, you know, if you have not been watching, I don't know what to tell you at this. It's point. a must. It's a must. Check it. Just check it out. Check it out. Subbed. If you need to check it out, I mean, the dub is behind. The dub so is way behind. Like, way behind. I don't know. They probably won't be where we are until like summer. 2019. I'm yeah, estimating like, 2019. They could. It could. It could go the whole. When's the movie coming out? They said uh, late. Late this year. Late this year. So, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You're probably right. So it's essentially in in the U.S. We're at the we're at the Future Trunks. Um, yeah. Goku Black Saga. Goku Black Saga. And Black Black. <laughs> the man and and you know over in japan we're about to we're still in this sort of shifty place because even when this podcast comes out we won't exactly know or maybe we will who knows but we don't at this point we don't know the fate of dragon ball super is it like is it Listen, ending man I, i've seen the you know i twitter went crazy when they found oh, out because- what the last episode was called and that's all great but listen some of the some of the the, the the plot holes that they left and the character development things that they left out and just the specific promises that were made from specific characters. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think it's over. I, but this is this is like if you don't watch anime or you're not familiar with it, this this shit happens all the time. And the shit still makes so much money. Yeah, and it makes so much money. It just it's, is what it is. It's like it, it boggles my mind that it was off air for like almost 20 years because it's and even in the interim like it's still been making so much money like dragon ball is just a cultural it's a culture yeah it's like a culture it's a cultural phenomenon it's something that's never gonna die because Mm -hmm. if it was it would have done it would have been gone already i mean you have anime like look at monster rancher for a second and i don't want to you know i never watched monster rancher but it's a it's it's something that's just like it's not here anymore. A lot of people don't talk about it. Even like, yeah, you know, but... Yu-Gi-Oh in a sense, like it's still on, but right. not a lot of people, but Dragon Ball, like the Dragon Ball series, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super. It's like something that like, we're, it, it's something where essentially I've seen kids like five years old, my niece's friends, like five, six, seven years old, yeah. no Goku. And they're like, oh, you're watching Dragon Ball Super. I have right. no idea if they watch Z or anything. Right. You don't know because they're so young. But they're still like invested in the character. Like, oh, that's Goku. Oh, man. Do you watch Super? I, I remember seven year old asked me, do I watch Super? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. And it's yeah. just like the disparity of ages. Like this shit is just. It's it's, is- it's it's truly wild. Like just and, and that's everything, you know. We're going to have a conversation about Pokemon one day as well, but it's oh, similar, yeah. just a similar thing. It's just like that energy is like, it's so raw. You just have a specific development for each character. Like you'll actually even feel for some of these characters. Like, 
wow, this is one of my favorite, you know, personalities, character development in general. Like, I just want to follow this character. I don't want this character to end. You know, I just want to figure out a way to bring this person back. Like, and that's right, the, right. you just end up feeling that way about a lot of these, a lot of these different characters. And <laughs> not to mention, as far as animes are concerned, just so everybody knows, like, there's some animes that aren't huge and or not successful in the U.S., but best believe they are just booming overseas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're doing just fine. It just, it, sometimes it takes a while. Who was it? Just, a, just another side question before we get to the main event. Who was, yeah. in terms of Dragon Ball, who was your favorite character growing up? Like, as a kid, who was your guy? Um, or gal? I've always, I've always been a villain person. So, for me, like, I'm more interested in the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved, loved Cell. I loved Perfect Cell. I loved the personality. I loved that he was witty, that he was confident, uh, egotistical, all that. As a matter of fact, I thought he would have did well uh, currently in Super and Frieza spot. Mm-hmm. I understand the Frieza choice. I really do. But, you know, I, I just, I love Perfect Cell. Um, but as far as, like, on the opposite side, I always thought Android 17 was the coolest and baddest guy out there, man. man. I love 17. I, and, I, and I love all the Saiyans and all that. You know, the, the, that stuff right. is always hot. I mean, Goku going Super Saiyan 3, Gotenks Super Saiyan 3, like the fusions, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, man. Like, it's just something about the, the lower characters that have stories that haven't been told. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I mean, I was always, this was weird. When I first started, I was a Krillin fan because I was OD. Like, I didn't understand, like, Krillin was just like, <laughs> you're right. I was just like, yo, this guy is cool. He shoots discs, all this yeah. other shit. Like, the Destructo disc is very cool. I'm not it's even cool. It's a it's cool a, ass move. And it's evolved. And, I, and it I can pre- damage anybody. Right. It can damage anybody. But I think I probably, and then I shifted towards Gohan because then I was like, I was growing up as a teen. He was yeah. Team Gohan. I was there. We were there. And then That's, I I don't even know now, but it's like, oh man, it's just you know you know what? Let's get to the let's get to the yeah. sort of why we're here, and we're here to talk about the tournament of power. And when you have to talk about the origins of the tournament of power, you go back like a number of uh, I guess sagas because we, we we see in Dragon Ball Super the introduction of Beerus, um, but it really kind of begins with this sort of inter-universal tournament between universe six and universe seven yep um it's the first sort of introduction that oh there are other universes in terms of dragon ball super just being like yo this is just bigger than earth it's bigger than our universe it's bigger than it it goes further than namek it goes further than wherever you think it is like Mm -hmm. there's entirely different universes and we see, you know, Champa, Beerus's brother. Um, he's in. He's trying to attain the Super Dragon Balls. They decide to have a tournament for it, and we get this five on five, where we have Universe Seven defeats Universe Six. Boom, um, and then we have the introduction, which was underrated. I th- yeah, I think so. It was, it was underrated. A bit underrated. Yeah. I think. Um, I think. It may be underrated because of Goku's role wasn't maybe as big. Yeah. Because Vegeta really carried that entire team. And it was one of the moments. They knew what they were doing with that because they had to. I mean, I think you can't. Obviously, we see what's happening with Goku Mm -hmm. now present. But uh, I just think you don't want to give us an overload of him. 
Right. And I think they've done a good job in Super giving Vegeta his moments, where in Z, a lot of his moments were there and then they were taken away pretty quickly. Right, right. And then, I mean, they're still taken away in Super, don't get me wrong, because I guess the the bottom dollar is Goku is, but you get sort of fulfillment. For cheering out of for Vegeta that you may have not gotten before. Absolutely, I, I I love how Vegeta they show him as a fucking family man. Like he's a, like he's he cares about the fact that you know like his daughter, uh, Trunks, and then just Bulma in general. Like he shows that just a little bit of pieces of like compassion is dope to me because it's just something we never really got in Z besides what. Uh, Majin Vegeta exploding himself. Right. Know, the hug from Trunks, one of the awesome moments in that saga. Beautiful but moment. Yeah, yeah, incredible. But like I just I just like the more like showing his human side, even him uh towards the other Saiyans from the other universe that we'll talk about. Right. Um let's uh we we, we have that. We have Z then we have um Zeno shows up. Mm-hmm. And he is apparently like They've done this thing in the Dragon Ball series where there's like constantly like <laughs> there's like a Kami and yeah. then you get Kami and then there's a Kai and then there when you get there a Kai there's a Grand Kai and then oh you think that was the best and then you're Supreme Kai <laughs> and then you think Supreme Kai is there and then you have okay we have a God of Destruction yeah. it's kind of going and up. angels and angels that and we don't angels. really know much about you know? and this sort of hierarchy is just yeah. kind of it continues to grow so I don't know if I want to hold my breath to say like Zeno is the ultimate and almighty it appears it looks like now yeah he is i mean I, I as of now i don't really see anything bigger than him right and i and i love zeno by the way like yeah it's a, it's a great character it, it's a great character it's a great funny way and dragon ball super does this thing where it it still incorporates a lot a lot of comedy really really well and really really naturally yeah um whereas they may not have done it in z too much they might have you might have gotten a filler episode goku and piccolo learn to drive blah 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 but you, yeah you, you got to deal with those yeah. yeah you don't get the you don't get the like the natural funniness the natural funniness and that's something that super sort of brings to the table but zeno says like yo i would love to continue to see more of this he doesn't say that specifically he says, this in a lot more kid fashion, but he right. says, like, I would love to see more of this. I want to sort of have, you know, a, I guess a uh, tournament. Uh, a tournament, yeah. A tournament in the future. Um, fast forward a couple sagas. Fast forward to a purple Vegeta. Fast forward through Goku Black. <laughs> fast forward through... Oh, man. Goku Black. We could do a whole episode on him if we fa- like one. Fast forward through Hit somehow showing up in Universe 7 and killing Goku. Um... <laughs> It's a, we get to Lord Zeno and Goku. Goku's thirst for this tournament. He wants this thing to happen. Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. wants he wants to gauge it. his power level against other people. And um, Lord Zeno's like, you know what? I want to have this happen. Um, man, I'm I'm gonna ruin sort of the structure of this all because it's kind of escaping me now. Well, I mean, you know. But I forgot what happened first. Whether it was Lord Zeno desert- deciding he was gonna. De- um, delete universes first or did that sort of another sort of five three on three tournament actually between universe seven and universe i want to believe nine i think there was a i want to say there was a thread of some kind of uh yeah like what you're saying like the latter like it's just i think it was from somebody saying that there was going to be something and then he just made it official right so there was always and 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 the way this goes is 
um lord xeno apparently he was you know he was out there he's like casually destroying planets and stuff he's playing with his future self which is back and we'll have a whole discussion on that probably <laughs> yeah, when we talk yeah, about <laughs> time travel and dragon ball z in the future or something mm-hmm. but um he's having the he's having there's two xenos at this point and they're destroying planets and stuff and they they say like yo we have too many universes like just off rip, he's like, "All right, there's, there's too much going on. We you just have to take some of the weeks out." Right, we have too many universes. Not a lot of them are strong. Not a lot of them have a base sort of, um, I guess, an average power level. I forgot. I think it was called a mortality, not mortality rate, but it was something where they gauged it upon. Yeah, like, they they had a whole ladder for it. So it's like I don't know if it's a scale from one to ten, but it's pretty much like these are the you know about ten universes or so that do not are not over that level there they generally do not have a strong amount of people they um they're here i don't know if they're they're not like they're wasting everybody's time but essentially it's like there's too many universes to count um those eight universes there's eight universes we don't need you know as many other universes yeah he's already destroyed four other universes i believe with ease, by the way. Yeah, it's just it's just casually mentioned off camera. It doesn't sh- say what happened, his decision, why. It's just like there used to be sixteen. Now there's only about like I think there was thirteen. And they're like, what happened to it? And it was just like he destroyed them. Like they <laughs> just Boom. there was just way too many. Um. So this is brought up, and there's there's two I guess perspectives from it. There's a perspective of God of destruction where they hate Goku for bringing this up because they're like, now you've ensured us that our plan that our universes are going to be destroyed. Like right. we're no going to what. lose universes. And then on the other side of the coin, people are like, well, Goku actually kind of saved everyone because he's giving everyone a chance to fight for their own universe survival. And he's given everyone a chance to say like, Hey, we're a strong universe. We need to be here. And these other universes aren't because uh, at this point he was going to destroy all the universe. He was going to destroy them all and just, and start over however he liked. So yeah, I mean, they feared, I think the Goku thing was a bit of fear too. Yeah. Because his relationship with, with Beerus. Um, so we get to, there's this exhibition, there's this exhibition between three on three and Goku selects Gohan and Majin Buu to be on his team. And we get, we get them versus universe nine, which has, I believe, wow, what are the brothers name? It's the danger, the, bro- the, the, the danger, the, the, the wolf, the wolf guys, the wolf guys, the danger, Basil, lavender and, uh, my man. Bergamo, uh, yeah, 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 it's something Bergamo. of that nature. Yeah, yeah. It's something it's spices, baby. Uh, yeah, you know how they do. Um, so it's a three-on-three tournament, and we're zooming through this because this is this is still part of. I think it's still part of the previous saga. Yeah, which this was a good fight. It was a good fight. I mean, it's yeah. we have we see Majin Buu who has not who was absent from the last tournament because he couldn't pass any standardized writing or reading test or whatever <laughs> the fact. Um. There was Gohan who hasn't fought in a long time. At this point, the only sort of the only sort of burden he had in Super was turn, being turned into Swiss cheese by Frieza, who lit it. him up like pretty much lit him up completely. Just embarrassed him. Um, and we have Goku, and you know the Universe Seven people pretty handedly beat Universe Nine. I mean, you get to see a lot of cool maneuvers, a lot of cool effects. Just. To, and it, and I think you know the Danger Trio. I mean, they're a cool trio, mind you. They're still I, on the. That what I, that's what I was gonna say. I think 
the fact of showing them first mm-hmm. told me a lot about how they were going to go about every every other universe. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, because those characters were in depth, like their moves, how they fought, their personalities, and it was quick. They like you know it, it, the way it lasted, but it was real. It was real, and you know, Universe Seven came out the victor, and then that was the, the moment they decided, hey, in the next. 40, 40 hours or so, you need to select 10 fighters, and we're going to have this battle <laughs> for universe survival. And it, it's was, gonna be, it was really right after that. It was literally right after um, they decided the rules, they decided everything. They, we, we get like a 10 episode sort of, you know, journey of them building the ring, and it's just like this very, like, strong supportive like i don't know this beautiful sort of ridiculous architecture is is fire i hope they make a toy of that or it's just as a model or something um and we get the universe of we get the universe of you know the the tournament of power at least and that's sort of how it begins and you know there's there's about eight universes that we have to go through this, but for this episode, I want to go through universe seven and its fighters and how we pick these fighters. Yeah. Because Goku has 40 hours to select nine fighters. And I mean, granted they, he has a group of strong friends. He's been through the universes. He knows who's strong, who isn't. And fa- on the fact of it is most of them are on earth. Um, but he has to select nine others you know, fighters. And I think we should go through that now. And just to sort of the, the lineup of universe, universe seven. And probably the first one I want to get to is because he recruits them first. I want to get through to Android 18, yeah. um, Android 18, someone who, you know, Dragon Ball Z was introduced into Android saga was, you know, an offspring of Dr. Jero's invention. Um, but, eventually devoured by cell and then sort of spit out all after fact in a very like gross moment. Um, That was awesome. She's an original uh, WCW too. (laughs) For real, for real. Oh my God. And we get, we get, um, she's, she's wished to have the bomb out of her and sort of live a normal life. And she gets married to Krillin. You know, she almost wins the the world tournament against Mr. Satan and throws it, but we haven't really seen much of her in super. We haven't seen much of what she has to offer. She's just being a mom. She's just being a mom. She's a very domestic thing. I, I think with both the androids, I think what they want to do was live a human life for so long that I don't think while they could fight, I don't think fighting interests them as right. much as yeah. living this sort of human life. And Android 18 is definitely living her life to the best of her abilities. And, but she's chosen because she is just very strong. Like she's, she's still set to be stronger than Krillin. Um, she's an Android. So her energy never really runs out. Um, she's not in combat anymore. And she's been ruthless. I mean, look at the moments that we've seen her in. That fight against Vegeta. Yeah, she's always been a critical fighter. The the breaking Vegeta's arm and that that scene was that's a classic. That's a classic scene to me. Like that's that a classic humble. Really, yeah. Like Vegeta gets manhandled like with pure ease. Like and and you've seen that against Frieza, but against Android eighteen, it was like really the humbling because Vegeta had reached this new level. He had reached Super Saiyan level, and he was at this point calling himself Super Vegeta. My man had a new theme song. Yeah, he was lit. He, was he lit, came man. off camera. He, he didn't bother <laughs> to show up with the rest of the guys. My man just didn't he right? Didn't he just kill uh, nineteen? He killed nineteen. Yeah, he was happy about that. 
the the man was on he, he was on 10 there's no way you could stop him he's calling her an overrated like a refrigerator <laughs> all he was, this he was trashing her he was trashing her. and she beat the shit out of him yeah and you know that's that's an important part of her legacy but she gets chosen in this tournament how do you feel about android 18 just in general uh i i love it dude i love 18 i love the 18 and 17 characters combined i love how they're they're basically one in the same one female one male brother sister blah blah mm-hmm. uh I like the fact that they actually went through and they showed her as a mother um, before really even getting into all this. But the fact that they still let you know, like, these are still androids. Right. And they're still very powerful. Um, right. And as far as the tournament is concerned, I think it works perfect because then we got to see what everybody wants to see, which is some Android 18 and Krillin interaction. Right. And, and, and that's the next guy on our list is we have Krillin, who's also selected from the tournament, Goku's best friend, um, a really capable fighter when you compare him to sort of everyone on earth. But even though he's sort of fallen behind the pack just naturally because, you know, if you, you aren't a Saiyan, you aren't an alien. He's just literally an earthling, a very strong guy who represents earth. And, um, he's been dependable, but also not very dependable. <laughs> where <Goku. it's>, right <laughs> sense of being um but it's he's been dependable but not dependable in the fact that he's a capable fighter he can defend earth when he wants to but he's also been very afraid he's also had to conquer this fear of these just strong fighters and and who could blame him i mean the guy's been if they if you talk about any, everybody who's been killed in a <laughs> yeah, saga he's seen a lot he's, seen he's a been lot. killed in dragon ball dragon For ball human? z Dragon Ball GT? Yeah. He's seen a lot. (laughs) Like, like, come on, man. I'd be scared as fuck, too, in his position. Yeah, he's like, I can't even be... I don't know how many times you guys have wished me back, but I know it's against the law to be wished back this many times. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta be. But through this entire thing, he has to sort of find his confidence within himself again. And we get a good little montage because he he, he goes up against Goku. I think, Or is it Gohan or Goku? I believe he goes up against... It was Goku. You went up against Goku and had this but fight against. Didn't they him. let eighteen? It was after a while. Eighteen joined, correct? Right. So yeah. yeah, he went up against. He went up against Goku. He was having this battle. He was like, "Give me your full strength." Goku goes Super Saiyan Blue. Um, he's trying to fend off this Kamehameha, and eighteen jumps in, and that's the moment where Goku realizes, like, "Yo, this isn't just a battle." Just solo battle. This isn't a battle where it's just going to be me who wins. It's just going to be strongest who wins. I'm just going to turn Super Saiyan Blue, turn it on, and these guys are here to assist me. This is really a battle where we all have to work together for the same role. And Android 18 and you know Krillin have proved to be a good team. I don't know how they are in Dragon Ball Fighter Z together, but <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe you can speak on that. But <laughs> uh, I mean, have you 18, ever used 18? 18, 18. Yeah, I, I've, I've I've ran. 18 but 18 and 17 really go together i mean I, there's like a krillin thing but it's not really uh yeah, i mean you know. it is what it is i mean i'm not running that. them i'm not running them you know? <laughs> but but 18 is a really good character on that game yeah um the next one chosen is vegeta and vegeta has a little issue initially with joining this tournament because he's about to have a daughter which is great right i thought it was I mean, amazing he he really said no he really At said, first, he he said like, no, no, I'm not going to join this tournament. How can I leave my wife at this time? Like, she would kill me if I left my wife at this time when we were about to have another child. And it was right. just another just dimension of Vegeta. He's become 
so accustomed to this earth thing. He's have compassion. He's mm-hmm. all these things. He loves his children. He loves Boma. You know, great he, episode, he, by the way, uh, especially how they solve it. Right. So essentially how they solve it is um, Whis comes, uses a special like, I don't know, Virgin Mary uh <laughs> time travel like i'm pulling the baby out of you and there's no like placenta or anything nothing baby's just <laughs> wrapped up and in boma's hands like boom there's your daughter um now vegeta can fight now vegeta can fight and vegeta's <laughs> been a, i mean vegeta's been a capable fighter i think it's really dragon ball super has done this thing where instead of saying like goku's number one and vegeta's number two they've really done a 1a 1b sort of thing yeah and that needed to happen i think that was a fan service. You know, I think that's something that people, we always wanted. I mean, we're still asking for, to see Vegeta Super Saiyan 3 at some point. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's still things that we don't know. I'm glad they, what they did for him, uh, what's going on currently, you know, with, with, with the extra, basically Super Vegeta Blue. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's awesome. But for me, I'm just, I'm really, really surprised that he hasn't, uh, led everyone to victory yeah mm. i think we've talked about this prior you know right. like just like i i have always wanted vegeta to kind of be the one to really save the day really be involved with 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 something which you know that's why i also don't think super is over yet but we'll get into that um he's you know he's been 1a 1b he's he's handled he's done well in his share of tournaments he's done all these other things so vegeta is the next one picked and after that we have gohan who is far from the warrior he was at the Cell Saga, and everyone reminds him. Mm-hmm. Everyone says he's not as strong as he used to be. He's not the fighter he used to be. He's gone soft. Just because the man, you know, education becomes a family man. The he's man chilling. has, yeah, he's invested his time. The Earth he's hasn't been in major peril, and if there's in major peril, there's Goku, there's Vegeta. I think there's sort of a there's a threshold before it gets to him, and I don't think he feels like it ever has to get to him. Because there are definitely full-time warriors, and I don't feel like he needs, or he believes that he needs to be one at this point. Well, it's crazy. Listen, he's kind of turned out exactly how Chi-Chi wanted him to. (laughs) Right? Right. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. But he's someone who's got this development and through this entire saga, through this entire super series as well. I mean, from the moment we first saw him, he was, you know, he was there, but he almost got beaten to, to... smithereens by frieza and not even frieza in his final form like this is the first form frieza who's i mean i guess stronger but he's still like he's not able to defend earth he wasn't able to defend you know earth and save it from save his wife and save his child so i think that Mm -hmm. really affected him and maybe that's the reason why he entered that you know inter-universe tournament universe nine to be able to freshen up and be able to say like hey i should be able you know along with being a good father i should be able to protect the universe right Um, he's done it before i think he had he had to think about that you know right like oh this is just something that i need to do so he has a he has a he has an okay showing. He's not you know he succumbs to the poison. He's almost beaten. I mean I think they went to a tie actually, which was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which is is just the further development of Gohan. But Gohan goes through this I guess sort of he he trains with Piccolo once more, and we'll get to Piccolo in a few seconds. But he trains with Piccolo once more to sort of recapture that inner fighter within him. And Piccolo says, "I know there's a stronger fighter within you, and you need to bring him out." Um, I don't know they if he kinda, was just alluding they, to Mystic. 
Yeah, see, I'm saying they kind of teased, you know, possibly some crazy Gohan transformation. And again, we we talked about this off the record, and it's just like we thought, damn, Gohan really might have something completely fresh, completely new. I think and... I don't know if it's because I feel like I don't know if it's like did Gohan not connect with people? I mean, I think everyone felt him through the cell saga, but I don't know if it's like, because they've never really given him. I feel like always after the cell saga, which was supposed to be his moment. And then it was supposed to be the moment. And then it was supposed to be actually over. Yeah. His character development kind of took a dive. Right. After cell. They, they, he's in there fighting this tournament. I mean, they, even in the boo saga, they say he goes soft. He gets mm-hmm. his power up. And then he's immediately swallowed by Boo. So it's kind of like he doesn't really have that chance to shine. And then he's destroyed and all this other stuff. So he never really has that opportunity. And I think universe, this universe saga is really the opportunity that it gives him. I mean, you know, without spoiling too much, he does fairly well in the tournament. Yeah. Um, one of the final fighters in it. But, you know, it's a it's the it's still the retelling of Gohan. It's still the sort of reestablishing of Gohan. And that's sort of the story. Um, he's 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 maxed out you know he is who he is right um fights really hard the next one is piccolo who's been he's still a stealthy fighter but i think out of pretty much all the main character who's had a who's had a role consistently through you know z and beyond um he's the one with the least development like his role in the series has continued to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle and which is crazy because I remember first watching you know the King Piccolo saga and the world tournament all after the fact and I thought I was like man this Piccolo guy is cool as shit. Now like, I was going to say were you always a fan of Piccolo? Um I thought so. You know what what made me a fan was Watching the Dragon, I mean, after Dragon Ball Z was when I started watching Dragon Ball. I had no idea it started until they actually started showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciated his moments. He gave up. He was still the sort of like anti-hero, um, but he had, he had a good show against Freezer for like three seconds, like a hot three seconds. Um, but I always wanted to see more. I think one of the most underrated fights in all of the series is the fight that he had between Android 17. Yeah. Like it's yeah, one of that the was a, that was a raw scene. It's 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 one of the best fights. It's something that like it's a thinking man's fight. And it's all about not just being ahead of your opponent but being like two steps ahead. Right. So it's kind of like it was one of those fights. So I always felt like he's had these moments but he's never held it consistently and even towards the end of Z like he never really fought in the boo saga he was kind of like a babysitter through the entire thing i was never huge on piccolo Mm. um i mean i just i his character never interests me you know i liked him as gohan's mentor right because of uh you know the the jokes about goku not being that great of a father but like (laughs) (laughs) but you're like you know piccolo was always there so i like i like i like piccolo and gohan Right, you know, but like as far as just Piccolo and like, uh, just his his character in general, I, I never really truly cared for it like that. Interesting, and huh? and I I always wish he had a little bit more too. You know? I understand. Like it, it was just for me, like you got you got to show me something. Like I need you to. You know, I feel like there needs really to be, a... be out here versus somebody who's like. You know what I'm saying? Like I, right. he never he just never does the big stuff against the big guys, right? 
He he's always nailed against it. Right. He's uh, always a casualty. Yeah. And I don't in like it. that. I don't yeah. Like I don't it. like it's it not at good all. For me. It makes me, and not that I, they might have made a mistake doing that early on, like, like with Yamcha and shit like that. But, you know, like for me, after a while, it's like, I'm, I'm going to look at you how, how they got you painted out to be. Um, the next fighter is Tien. And love this. Love Tien and Super. I love, you know what? I'm a fan of Tien. And I've also heard that the creator of Dragon Ball is also a fan of Tien. And Tien deserves so much more, bro. I think so too, because in, in Dragon Ball, he was the man. Like Dragon Ball, he had, he, he was, he was kind of, when he was introduced, he was kind of this enigma where it's just like, he has all these powers and we haven't, we didn't see at that point the depth of powers that someone could have. I mean, we saw Chaozu and Tien and he, right. Chaozu had psychic powers and Tien could split in four and it was all these different techniques that we hadn't seen before. Um, you know, he was killed off in Z early. I think earlier than it needs to, but he still had a moment. He still had a moment where he like he got a good shot on Napa. Yeah. Um but wait, wait. TN versus Cell. TN versus Cell. That when, was when the the, the tri beams into the into the ground over and over again after who failed? Was it uh, Trunks? I think it, Trunks failed. I mean, um I think it was no, it was Piccolo. Piccolo. Oh, yeah, that was right after Piccolo. That's it was right. Piccolo. That's right. Piccolo got Trunks his... Trunks and Vegeta were on the way. He got his shit blown off. Like, he was just like, boom. This man, TN, put put the put the world on his back mm-hmm. and started shooting tri-beam after tri-beam after tri-beam at this guy. And he managed to hold down Cell, but at the cost of almost killing himself. And it was a noble thing from TN. It was a noble thing. And it was a moment. It was a small moment. Yeah, it was think... awesome. It was awesome. But it was like, an awesome I was moment. Like, I always wanted to see him, like, really get down. And like have a moment, a big moment, mm-hmm. something like that for me. Like that's like again, that's something I remember. Like that's. But in super, in super now, um, he was there during the Frieza thing initially, um, just to protect Earth, and he was like, "Yo, Frieza's coming." I feel like he's always there when Frieza's coming. Um, <laughs> he's just like, "Yo, I sense Frieza. That's crazy. I never met. I never met him before, but here we <laughs> he's are. Here. Yeah, he's here. I'm here too. <laughs> um, I'm ready to throw hands with him. Um." But he has a dojo now. He has a dojo full of fighters that he trains. And I guess he wants to, he's, you know, he's extending his craft to fighters that could also come up. He was also under, I think, the Crane. Was it the Crane? Uh, the Crane Dojo? It was a Crane Hermit or a Crane? Look, man, all I know is he had everybody looking like him. Right. <laughs> and that shit was tight to me. That shit was tight to me because I was like, oh, man, this man literally, like, he's a master. Right, like he's out there. He's one hundred percent. He's one of the strongest Earthlings that there is. Um, but again, not someone who has his, you know, has a lot of moments. He's sort of been put on the back burner as like, I don't even know if a second tier, but maybe like even a third or or, or something along those lines. Yeah, Just been... he, he fell. He fell down there. He, he was. He was definitely. You know. You don't even. It was to the point where you talked about him on the same lines as Yamcha. Not right. to be disrespectful, but like that's just kind of where they left. Yeah, and Yamcha, they were always together, and now, yeah, you know, yeah. It, we might get to Yamcha. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Chaosu too. I don't know where he is, but he's just a salute, man. Um, <laughs> salute, man. He's just like, yo, can you watch Chaosu for a second? And I'm just like, <laughs> like bro, what is? Why this? is he not with you? Why is he here? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Master Roshi, and this yeah. is. Possibly, I don't know. This was the most interesting choice. This is the. It's, it's probably the best, like because we needed it from a fan standpoint. Yeah, 
I think, I, that's what I, told you. I think super is a lot of that. Like I think super has a lot fans, of fan service. It's like fan like, service, right? Yeah, it's like we need to get it right for the for the people. Let's just do this. And like just giving us Roshi and giving him some more character development and like there's some uh cringe worthy uh episodes with him. Right. And super. But besides that stuff, like just just his development going into the tournament and, and uh just getting to see him still teach goku and, and and krillin it's amazing and this is the respect that they have for him i yeah, mean they yeah. go through the moments and you see these moments where he's like you know it's it's very like cringe moments but it's just like the the respect they have for him still um and master roshi enters the tournament i think he's the most interesting because we literally have not seen him fight since dragon yeah, ball we don't know what he's got He's not. He's not been a critical. When they introduced power levels, I think he sort of fell off the grid because he was not, you know, on the same length as like the Saiyans or anything like that. Like it really mm-hmm. just sort of blowing him out the water. But I think over as the series grew, um, they started to, or at least you know, in in Super, they've kind of done away with the power level thing. Yeah, it's dude. It's which I which I'm a fan <laughs> of. Which I'm a yeah, I'm fan cool of. I'm cool. Because it should be like. Power levels are one thing, but definitely techniques should add a different thing to it and what you bring to the table. Everybody's not the same fighter. Techniques and moves and move descriptions. And skill and just skill, experience. All that. All Shout this out thing. Master Roshi. Yo, I, evil containment wave. The the goat. Man, I... Go it's look, literally look. thrilling every time you see it. It's awesome. Man. Like my heart races because there's kind of like a build up to that move. Uh, it's so cool. It's such a cool move. Like and it catches everyone off guard and there's a build up and there's a thing and there's this like intensity when people are being like trapped into it. <laughs> yeah. It's and so it's cool. it's a it's a we've seen him miss, we've seen him hit, so it's like will he do it? Will he will he not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but Master Roshi enters the tournament and he decides like I have to conquer my one biggest weakness, which is women. <laughs> And in a cringe worthy cringe uh, like he gets yeah, Puar just... um to, to to transform into a woman, which shout out to Puar. I mean, we haven't <laughs> seen him in like forever. Like talk about characters who don't mean anything anymore. Yeah, seriously. He's right there, but he transforms into a woman and he just kind of he spends his time not necessarily training his techniques, but training his mind, training training his discipline, and sort of like I this is bigger. Than me fucking up because there's a cute alien girl and I want to get with her. <laughs> right, right. Like this is for the universe survival, so I know I have to take this seriously. Yeah, man, that episode was some real anime stuff right there. You know. And the next one who we're gonna get to, I think, is both of our favorites at this point because we've had who, so many different. Who are we talking about, man? The we're man? talking about Andrew Seventeen, oh, baby. Man, listen, Seventeen is so op. And I don't really think people <laughs> understand it. Like, I don't think they understand. Like, it's, first of all, his character is so lovable, dude. Like, it's amazing. Just, the, just, just like his personality is like, honestly, like it's cool that I'm strong and all that, but I just want to do this, right? <laughs> like, and you know, you know what's crazy? I think his his role in this is beyond. It's just beyond strength. Like, he's really the brains of this entire operation. Yeah. And he adds so much to the tournament. And I think one of the reasons why it's it was so good to have him in this tournament and, you know, spoiler alert, why he makes it so far along in it is because, you know, his occupation now, I mean, he's protecting, you know, he's protecting 
just these animals and he's protecting this island from poachers and he was he's like i forgot what's his actual occupation i forgot the actual name of it but he's a um it's like a it's like a a, a ranger it's yeah a ranger. something along those lines and i'm just like bruh but here's the thing in those woods he knows how to survive and i think that's really his key trait in all this because through his entire fights, through his entire things, he's not clinging on to like, it's not like he's out there and he's clinging on to life at every point and he's just right. like, he's almost out of the out. He's finding ways to get around things. He's finding ways to survive. And it's always like, there's something human about it because you don't know, I've always said this, you don't know the full extent of what a human can go through until you actually try it. Right. And you don't know that. And I feel like he, He's someone who realizes, like, yo, this isn't over. Even if the odds look completely shaky, there has to be a way to get this done. And that's what he brings to it. I mean, Android 17, we see him. It's the first time in a long time that we've seen him. We find out. You know they love him because they put him in GT. He was in in Z, and they brought him back in Super. And Uh, his his, his GT role was underrated. it's It's the best to me, yeah, the most enjoyable for me because right. it's literally the only it's the only thing I will watch, kind of. I'll watch the end of GT, but I won't really watch anything else. I'll immediately skip to the Super 17 it, it, side. Yeah, it had, it, it had its moments. We've had this discussion. You told me the same thing. It's just oh, like, yeah. I, you know, for me, with 17, you know, I, I again, the character development in him, we, we've talked. Should I tell them my theory? My, his family? Him having a family? Go ahead. So, you know, there's this episode where uh, him and Goku are kind of just having a conversation about, like, regular stuff, regular life stuff. And uh, Seventeen is talking to Goku about his family. Um, And he shows him pictures of his son. Did he have two sons? I don't remember. He definitely has a wife. He definitely has children. I'm not completely sure. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So he shows Goku a picture. And they don't talk a- nothing less about it. I have this theory that uh, one of his kids is Oob. Ooh. And we talked about this. Ooh. And, and I have this theory that one of his kids is Oob because they were they talked about Oob a few episodes prior. Right. I don't know if you remember. It was on no, top of uh, the lookout, did. I believe. I mean, um, it was on the on the lookout that apparently can fucking move. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> that, which is dope. Which is that's that's new. That's dope. That's dope. Then they doing his thing. Like he's right, out here. He's not, he's not doing so, it. He's not sitting around and shit. He's like right, putting hydraulics right. on this bitch. He's he really got it souped up. So they're having a conversation um about about Oob, basically. Mm-hmm. And then, and then they they go to this part where Seventeen is talking, and they and they talk about how strong he he's going to end up being. Right. Talking about Oob, and then we don't hear nothing else about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, this is super, so they nothing else about it. And then they do go to this 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 Android Seventeen stuff, and he talks about his wife, and he has kids. He shows Goku a picture. They don't let us see the picture. Right. Um. But I don't know. I I just had this theory that uh, Seventeen um is. Oob's father at this moment, stepfather, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Seventeen be, is extremely strong. Like he fought Goku in blue, and it was like it was a battle, man. It was yeah, like he he handled it. He handled it, man. And Seventeen was is definitely like I, he's my favorite character um, in that in that tournament. 
Um, man, uh, it's Android Seventeen. Like, if you've watched, if you watch this entire series, and at this point you probably have, you've learned to love Android Seventeen. Like, Android Seventeen is the man in this tournament. Is there's no, there's no way about it. He's, He's just too cool, man. He's just too cool. He's probably. Top three strongest. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we. I'd like to put Frieza in that mark, but shit, man, I don't know, man. Seventeen to me, he looks like he's right there, right underneath Goku Blue and Goku or in, and Vegeta Blue. Like, just from the standpoint of the, the things that he's done, the way that they kind of like show it off. I know they they they've tried to step away from this power level thing, but mm-hmm. it looks clear to me. Um. The final person that we have, and you know, I put this as final because there's a little bit of the asterisk by it. They, he, Goku, and he does this <laughs> actually, people before he picks Boo for this tournament. Mm-hmm. And Boo is a solid choice. I mean, Boo had a great showing in that Universe 9 battle. He pretty handedly beat, you know, his opponent. And he's someone whose techniques is like someone he can get hurt, but he usually recovers. So it's kind of something that you want for sort of a long lasting person in this tournament because he's someone who can sustain damage and immediately recover. And so that will help out with his longevity in this tournament. And honestly, it's a great choice. I mean, the man is training. He shows up. He has abs now. Oh, yeah. He came back looking like... uh... Looking like Super Boo from yeah. from Dragon Ball Z. The man smoothed out. He's been on a gluten free diet, all <laughs> greens, all this other shit. And then just right before the tournament is supposed to happen, right as they're sitting outside on the patio, um, something's wrong with Boo. He's asleep. He will not wake up for the next two months. Hercule says. Hercule says. Hercule calls him and says this, and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> um. I'm 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 fine with that. Yamcha's in the corner. I'm like, oh, they gotta pick me now, bro. <laughs> they gotta pick me. Man, this man Yamcha thought he was really getting in on this tournament. My my man thought he was a factor, and 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 this is the fan surface you're talking about again because they all know how we feel about Yamcha. <laughs> yeah, and they're playing true. into it. They played through it through yeah, the Resurrection did. F. Yeah, they played into yeah. it during this entire saga. He thought he was going to get picked. He wasn't picked, but they did it in a ton and cheek way, not to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um. Nobody's mad that Young Chai's not in the tournament. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Literally like, no one. I don't <laughs> yeah, it's, it's they're cool, the most whatever. unaffected to the fact they don't even bring him up in the sort no. of discussion, like, okay, who could we replace Boo with? But in that discussion, Goku says, What about Frieza? And everyone is just like, What the fuck are you thinking? You know, like, why would we wanna why would we wanna see this is what I'm saying? Okay, let me ask you, what 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 villain would you bring back? In this situation, who do you think would go well? I told you earlier, I think Perfect Cell would have been an awesome replacement for Frieza instead, if that's you know the direction they decided to go. You know, but I do love the fact that they had Frieza because uh, there's development with Frieza. Yeah, yeah. So he had this new form that we haven't really got to see and really got to test out or anything. Like he had it and he barely attained it, but he wasn't able to sustain it. So it's kind of like this sort of flash of like, ooh, that's that's something pretty. That's something right. that's something cool. So I mean, I probably if there was a villain, I probably would have gone with Frieza, um, just because it doesn't. I mean, let's let's talk about it because this was definitely a question on that I had in terms of just like who else could have been picked. Yeah, and we had. There, I mean, Yamcha was an option, but we're not picking Yamcha. Um, there was Cell. <laughs> Cell is an option. Cell yeah. is a very strong, very cunning. Yeah. He has the DNA of Saiyans. He, he would have along with it. Um, 
we have shit. We have, I mean, there's there's an option for you know, maybe even replacing one of the other people, but go ten and trunks, but they're kind of not. You'd have you to know, give them. You have to do both unless they came fused. And, right. Yeah. So they're not. Um, which which is something in Super that I think that I'd like for them to explore more because they haven't really gotten development as fighters. I just think they gave us so much of future trunks that they had to kind of fall back on mm-hmm. on you know current trunks. But I'm wondering because I guess I don't know. I think they're. I'm wondering if their role is strictly comic relief, which it looks like it is. Um, uh, I think in the future, here's my prediction: in the future, they'll have some type of a relationship with uh, Seventeen. Mm. Okay. When all this fun stuff is said and done, which actually, without spoiling anything, we can't really speak too much on it. But when it's all said and done, I think, especially, I just I look at the little stuff and like the things that they, you know, they kind of do to put things in place, like having uh, uh, Trunks and and, and Goten kind of looking over mm-hmm. and, and and Seventeen trusting. Because remember, he talked about he would never leave this place to nobody else. Right. And 100%. but he. he but he trusted Goku and saying, I have, I have, I have someone who can, who can watch this for you. And they, and they let two kids two saying strong kids, uh, watch over. It says that 17, not just doesn't trust Goku, but he trusts Goten and Trunks as well in this situation. So, right. Um, but then in the end we get, we get Frieza. Um, Goku goes to the, I guess he goes to hell. I mean, yeah, he there goes was to Frieza's hell. There was a there was a there was a dub name for it. Home for Infinite Losers, um, which I remember, um, which is a cool. It's a little quirky way yeah, to sort of yeah, censor yeah. out hell for you know us American kids. Right. Um, but he goes there and he visits Frieza, and it's this kind of cool scene, and you can feel the chemistry, you can feel like the electricity, and then there's a. This, They've been through so many battles. You can tell there's sort of a mutual respect for one another. Absolutely. But they also know that they fully can't trust one another, but they also really enjoy fucking with each other. Yeah, they both got jokes. They both got history. And they both respect each other. And they both hate each other. So eventually, (laughs) when Frieza gets brought back, um, the first moment that Frieza brought back, you know, he punches Goku in the stomach. Boom. And it's just like this mutual, it's like a handshake between them two because Goku returns it right back. And it's just this moment. And we have this, we have this cool little, you know, this cool little couple of episodes, maybe one or two, where, you know, there's a, I forgot which universe is it actually. I can probably look it up right now. Um, It's something universe, it is universe four. Between universe four and universe nine where they're both like oh we got a plot to get these niggas out of here like we are not trying to be eliminated we are not trying to be like a universe that gets knocked off we're trying to continue to be in this tournament um so they they hire a lot of fighters to go there and sort of assassinate goku and assassinate frieza and they fail because Frieza's having the time of they frieza's having the time of his life shooting beams through niggas chest frieza has been in his hell for a long time looking at a bunch of beautiful plants and all these <laughs> these great things that Frieza just happens to hate it's his hell and he gets a chance to basically murder at will but uh, but also in, in talking about Frieza I don't want to skip over the um 
the stipulation too much. So Goku makes this agreement right. with Frieza that you'll be in the tournament, but he has to wish him back with the Dragon Balls. Um, Frieza's free. Right, Frieza's free, and the, and the winner of the tournament gets the Super Dragon Balls. Frieza's free. If he possibly wins the tournament, he can win the Super Dragon Balls, wish himself back. But Frieza was like, no, I want to be wished back if we as a team win this tournament. And Goku says, yeah. And I mean, Goku has made a lot of promises. Right, he hasn't disclosed this to any of the group yet. Even through the entire series, he hasn't disclosed this to the group yet, which will be interesting to see. You already know, man. Right. I'm telling you that there's there's so many things that they have not touched on yet, and we're mm-hmm. at the end, uh, you know, per se. That was what they're saying. So, I mean, you know, Frieza is still the same dirtbag that he that he always was, and you find out pretty fast, right? So we have our we have our ten fighters: it's Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo, Tien, Master Roshi. Android 17, Android 18, um, and Frieza, and and they are our tournament. They're representing Universe Seven. Us, uh, right? They're representing us officially. Representing I mean, us. We have them. They're <laughs> our future is like, in man. their hands. <laughs> yeah, um, we have Beerus as you know the coach, I guess. Um, uh, Supreme Kai is you know. Shout Supreme Kai, man. Get I, I like I like Supreme Kai being around. I like him being around, but also like his initial introduction was this like cool Enigma character, and then he's also kind of like, oh, why are we doing this now? He's kind of like very, he's very like I don't want to even really fight nobody. Um, and then there's also other Supreme Kais which are hilarious. Like there's literally like a couple like Universe Eleven Supreme Kai is obviously like the thought Supreme Kai, yeah. But, like, He's just Facts. like he doesn't respect him. Like his hair is slicked back. He got way more cooler fits. Like all this other shit. Um, but we have them for the universe, you know. And and they travel there, and we're about to begin this tournament. Um, but that ends this episode of the lookout. Um, the first episode where we're going over Universe Seven, and in the next episode we will be going over the rest of the universes. Yeah, one and- of my favorites. And just six. And just an entire scope of what we've learned, what we know, what we've heard, and all of this. Um continue to su- subscribe to RNC Radio. Subscribe to the various podcasts. Subscribe to the various playlists that we have. Um you can catch Jeff on RSPN. Yeah. Um Friday. On Friday with Mark, my man MC. Um and yeah, we're just doing this entire thing. Thanks for tuning into this episode. This is the first of uh, of hopefully many if if the reception yeah, more good, right. times. More good um, times. But yeah, you you know, get ready for episode 2 and we're going to discuss the rest of the universes. But until then, we'll see you next time.